All right. What's going on? Not too much. How are you guys? Good. I'm very well. Yeah, you have a good week? Yeah. So, so far. before we get into it, we have our honor. Mm-hmm. We, yeah. are, we are honor. Mm-hmm. Um, for those of you who are used to hearing something different at the beginning of the podcast, we're changing stuff up again. Um, so now what you're going to get is our pre-show, uh, which is going to be broken out into segments. So... Going forward in a couple of weeks, uh, what we're going to do is we're going to start trying to earn monetary compensation for the podcast. Um, so what's going to happen? And we're th- sorry. Let me uh, get the whole thing from the beginning. We're going to start filming this, the podcast live and sirens. We got the whoopee whoops in the back. Whoop, whoop. I don't know if they're getting paid after us. Or not. Um, <clears throat> There's activity in the neighborhood. Yeah. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, it's my house. In the ghetto. <laughs> not in the ghetto. It's, okay, it's a little bit the ghetto. I'm, I'm knee deep in dead scientists in the ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we're going to start filming this show on Twitch. Um, it's going to be live, 100% live. Uh, as a result, we're also going to start recording a pre and post show. Yeah. Um, now, if you uh, want, still want the regular show, it's still going to be chopped out of the pre and post show yeah so you're going to get a much cleaner show uh that you're used to it's still going to be free on our regular feeds it's still the same un uninhibited show that's but it's just going to have a lot less of this ran rambly stuff um but if you want and you like our like shoot the shit kind of conversations then what's going to be up for a dollar yeah. on a service once i figure out it. and once i figured out and then you will get all of it or you can watch us on twitch for free if you would prefer to do that as well and perfect that, and that'll include the pre-show that'll include all of it yeah oh, okay cool so you can watch it live for free um you can listen on itunes for free if you don't want the pre and post show or you can pay a dollar and get the excuse me pre and post show so this is going to be the only time that the pre-show is attached to our podcast yes to get the point out to, to get the point out so yep look up look in Pay the dollar. It might be next week too because I got to figure out. Nate, would you turn me up again a little bit? Yeah, just a little bit. This so I, yeah, that's great. Okay, let's go into the pre-show. I have a uh, funny story that just happened to me before I came to here. Uh, I was uh, outside uh, with my love, and a guy rolled up in a truck, and he rolled down the window, and I was like, "Okay, I guess he wants to talk." And he goes, "Hey, do you know how to get to Barry?" that's <laughs> yeah, right around the corner yeah i'm like yeah sure man i can i can explain it like do you have a phone or he's like no no how do you get to barry i'm like okay well you're you're gonna go out lansdowne you're gonna go all the way to 28 you're gonna go all, and i started explaining it to him well i got him to about Lindsay. yeah and he goes cool man thanks and he just rolls up his window and just starts driving away. <laughs> and I just looked over. I need to know more about this guy. I know. Old guy, young guy. Okay, so this guy was probably late 30s, uh-huh. very hard driving a, a uh, like a sports track truck. Right. Yeah, just very high on energy. And I looked, <laughs> I looked over uh, and uh, just kind of didn't know how to react. Because I was just like, what the heck just happened? If only you had a monster energy drink sticker on you that you'd offer. <laughs> well, that's it. If I could have given him a monster, he would have just been jacked. Yeah, well, he's like, totally. do you want to smoke? And I'm like, no, I'm good, man. <laughs> Thanks. And then he goes, so he takes off. And then I just look over at, at uh, uh, who I was with. And she just, she just looked at me and went, 
is he going to go murder his girlfriend? <laughs> I'm like, did I just help him murder his girlfriend? Well, oh thankfully, you didn't direct him all the way to Barry. That's it. I got him part way through. <laughs> the, uh, yeah. the interesting thing I find about that is that he doesn't have a phone. Yeah. Like, um, well, but, it might have been turned off. It, like, my phone turns off in the cold. Maybe just in as a, a second. Burner. So, or just. Oh, yeah, you can't use a phone to GPS, look up GPS coordinates if you're going to murder somebody. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. You so, need an old flip phone for that. Yeah, that's it was true. A very that's intense moment. Yeah, but it was a lot of fun. <laughs> and working midnights at the gas station always had a lot of those characters. Oh, yeah. Um, those are always really fun. Uh, so, is, so, little inline story Nate actually ended up giving me a job when I first moved back to Peterborough because I couldn't find one and I just basically replaced him at this gas station. Oh, wow. He 100% did. I just walked in and I was like, hey, uh, my friend needs a job. Do you want to give him a job? And they were like, okay. Yeah, they were amazing. <laughs> um, and I did that for university. It was a perfect job for university. I did it in high school, actually. During the summer, I did night oh. shifts at the... Well, I did like regular shifts, but then I did night shifts at, on, to get more hours and during the summer. And I have to say, doing night shifts at a gas station, what a job. Because you know what I did? I watched movies and played video games. Yeah. Um, and then every once in a while, you got sweet characters. So we had one guy that was super, uh, super high on cocaine, like very, very high on cocaine. Um, he comes ripping in in his truck, gets out of his truck, and uh, start. <laughs> I'm being filmed. Um, and starts. It comes in and just like is like frantically looking around for something he grabs like a couple chocolate bars and like a couple other things and then throws it on the counter he's like oh it's right and i'm like i haven't even scanned it yet dude like just fucking yeah. <laughs> um and uh and then he leaves but then my but that was so that was one of the most memorable ones my second favorite most memorable one was uh a cab of drunk people came in and wanted to buy snacks or whatever and girls come in go immediately into the back to try to get food and drinks or whatever the guy comes in and he's like, Oh man, what's going on? And he tries to high five me. And instead of high fiving me smacks, a display of Tic Tacs fucking everywhere. <laughs> like he hit it hard. And the Tic Tacs were like, there wasn't any of them left on the display. The entire thing was spilled over just everywhere. And I was like, he was like, oh, fuck, I'm so sorry. And <laughs> I was like, mean to do it. No, he didn't. No, no, no. He was just trying to give me a high five. And I was like, dude, you just made my entire night. That was the fucking funniest thing I've seen all day. That's and I was like, I'm not even. At, he's awesome. Yeah. He's like, let me go. And I was like, no, 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 just leave it. I got, I'm here for another like four hours. Like, please don't I, touch anything. Yeah. I just leave it alone. It's fine. <laughs> it was great. All right. Uh, so do yeah, let's uh, go through our list of how we're going to uh, do our topics tonight. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I have a topic that's roughly about uh, how it is to be a Canadian in Canadian uh, weather, such as what is happening to us right now. So uh, that will be just kind of a weather related story. Cool. Yeah. What do you got? I would like to talk about the meaning of life. Ooh. I was driving home from uh, work yesterday. Yeah, it was yeah. yesterday. Um and uh sometimes when i'm driving don't give too much away because it's for the show right yeah yeah, yeah. okay yeah no, no i'm just okay. i'm just explaining i just didn't want you to get yeah explaining why well yeah so sometimes when i'm driving i i think a lot and sometimes when i'm driving i sing and sometimes when i'm driving i listen to podcasts this happened to be one of the times where i was listening to music and thinking a lot <laughs> and so my i just completely tuned out the music and started thinking and then like what were you I, listening to um i don't know it was on shuffle Okay. Uh, so it was just like all my music so um but uh wait was it 
I need to think about that now. I can't remember. I'll, just, I'll, th- I'll remember by yeah. the time we come back to it. All right. But uh, the uh, I just started thinking about life in general, and then I figure I think I figured out the secret to living. So sorry, it's not the Wonderful. meaning of life; it's the secret of life. All right. I want uh, the secret to being happy in life. Okay, all right. I think I figured it out. I think I cracked it. Perfect. And your topic? I wanted to talk about recorded music and revenue created from it or lack of and the shift in that industry and yeah. where, where it's come from and where it's That's going, cool. where it's at. Wonderful. Yeah. Great. Okay. So should we... So none of, it, none of this kind of relates to each other. So we're going to do a random handbag and say... Mm-hmm. Uh, Nate, you're going to go last because uh, the meaning of life or the meaning to happiness. Or that could be heavy. That's going to be heavy for sure. the end of the show. Sure. Um, and you and I, well, I'll start because it's a fun one. Yep. And then we'll go into music to get to sure. serious topics. We'll, cool. We'll break. And then we'll go into your topic. The meaning of life. Uh, oh, also for the for the for the uninitiated and the already initiated podcast listeners, um, we are actually going back to a uh, an older style of the podcast where when we started this podcast, it was just Steve and I would bring two topics each to the to the table and we'd just talk about it. And then we kind of faded away from that and now we're going back. Yeah. So in order to try to keep it more structured, we're just each going to bring a topic. We're going to talk about that topic and stay focused on it instead mm-hmm. of having random conversations that go all over the place and the podcast is about nothing. And then we can have clear and concise, clean podcasts for you going forward. What about the second are we still doing two? We're still doing two. The yeah. second one is going to be, well, we'll discuss that later. All right. We'll discuss that on its pre-show. Okay. Oh, are we giving into pre-show too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How exciting. Yeah, we'll do we'll do pre and post for both. Okay. okay. Because, yeah, it's the way it is. So uh, just give me a second here. We keep changing. Initiative is a property of matter. Winter is surely here. <laughs> Some things never change. But this podcast is not one of them. So much white bullshit. I love you. You know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> To be clear, I was talking about snow. <laughs> oh, snow. That's snow. what I meant by white bullshit. <laughs> yeah. uh, I know. That's, that's what threw me off. I was trying to think of something to say to that. And Metric tons of white bullshit I, yeah, today. Yeah. Well, it's also very cold. Yeah. Uh, which is not <clears throat> also helpful. Um, so, greetings, listeners, and welcome to the Bod... The Bod Friends. The Bod Friends. <laughs> well, we talk about double news. Greetings, listeners, and welcome to the Bad Friends podcast, episode 45. Dave. The real 45 this time, because I said 45 last time, but it was actually 44. I feel so. like we've been saying 45 for the last three episodes. No, I've just been saying farty with um, each one of them. Farty. Um, and uh, yeah, so if you're just joining us for the very first time, greetings and welcome, and thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. The Bad Friends podcast is a conversational podcast where we talk about news, politics, philosophy, and stuff, whatever happens to pique our interest that particular week. We have now restructured the podcast to be more in line with what we originally started the podcast with, which is uh, three topics each. 
No, not each. Three topics, period. We're each bringing one topic to the table. It's also three hours long. And then we'll talk about those particular topics The the for this. Oh, my God. It's completely throwing off my ramble. Um, the podcast launches twice a week. Uh, once on Monday, once on Thursday. You're currently listening to the Thursday episode, if you didn't know that, uh, where we are talking about the topics. The Monday episode is still going to be about improv and pop culture and stuff like that. But again, we are restructuring to try to make it a cleaner episode. Not doing a very good job so far, but that's okay. Um, as such, we have also we are also going to start splitting up the uh, the podcast. So now we're going to try to keep all of our rambling and random talk out of this core co- uh, podcast. And put it into the pre and post show, which are going to be recorded separately. We are going to cut that out of this podcast. And uh, in about a couple weeks, we're going to start recording live on Twitch. Um, once we do that, the pre and post show will no longer be part of the free stream. It'll either be on Twitch when we do it live, or you can pay a dollar to get it on a service that is unknown yet because I need to figure out which one we can actually do that on. I right. think we can do it on SoundCloud, but we'll figure it out. Okay. Um, so going forward, let me finish. Uh, you can find this podcast on podcast services all over the internet, a whole bunch of them. And I pretty much said everything else. So I think that you can do it on, um, uh, SoundCloud by making it a private audio clip. Yes. And providing a link to the private clip. If you were to pay the dollar. That's yeah. So I think, yeah. So I think that's, that's the way that we're going to do it is that we're going to go on uh, Patreon mm-hmm. and set it up so that if you want to pay us, uh, I guess it would be, I don't know. We'll figure out the tiers later, yeah. but an, an undetermined amount at this time, you will gain access to oh, we the need merch. Well, we'll get there. Okay. We'll, 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 we'll have some interesting perks if you want to uh, pay more than a dollar. But anyway, I would love a bad friend's hat. <laughs> the idea behind this, we can get those. We can, we can start, I can set up a website and we can, we can start selling some stuff. But anyway, um, the idea behind this is to gain more exposure because we're going to be on more platforms. Cause once we're on Twitch, we're also going to be on YouTube. Once we're on Patreon, we gain exposure there and we're also going to get on more podcast services. And the other side of it is that if we start gaining money for the show, we're going to start putting it back into the show. Mm-hmm. So currently we're running off of three dilapidated laptops um uh a sound an audio <laughs> interface that uh, has popped a tube and can't properly put out phantom power onto two of the channels without creating a huge a horrible buzz uh three completely different microphones yeah but um, we're making do really well yeah we're we're, we're fudging it as best we could yeah. uh, as best we can but we would like to to amp up our game, if you will. So mm-hmm. all the money that we receive is just going to go into buying more equipment to making the podcast better. And also to start funding other stuff. We're going to just get more creative stuff with it. So, yep. Yeah. So that's pretty much it. That's how it's going to go. So we're going to, we're finally fi- episode 50. We're finally going to jump off the deep end and, and keep going. Uh, I've learned actually through some of my research when I started, when we started doing this, that most people don't make it past episode 20. Right. And that's like, that's kind of like the average, uh, stopping point for most people because most people are like I can make a podcast because I have a microphone and a computer and then right. they start doing it expecting to get thousands of listeners within the first like 20 episodes and then when they are still sitting there with like 10 well maybe to the 20. differences in their motivations our motivations are purely that we Creative. enjoy doing it yep and spending my, time together my favorite part of this whole thing is that we call it the bad friends podcast and yet Nate I have seen you every single week since april mm-hmm. except for one week yep yeah yep we have gotten together 
at least once and did the podcast. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And Rob, when you came into my life, it's just been nonstop joy. Oh, thanks, Steve. <laughs> yeah. I feel the same way. Oh, thank you. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. That's, so, oh, we're playing footsies now. <laughs> <laughs> I just blush. <laughs> Don't be jealous. <laughs> You're so jealous right now. <laughs> no, I'm, foot, I'm just keeping my composure. I'm just get, keeping my... Get your foot back. Nate's holding his feet back. Yeah, there it is. There we go. There we go. Uh, we're touching feet. We're feetsies. <laughs> All right, so... Stop talking about feces. Oh, feetsies. Sorry. Let's get into it. Poop. Oh, I said two at once. <laughs> this is your weekly topic update. Topics, 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 topics. Wow, wow. Topics. Okay. Uh, Yeah. I mean, it's not even really news anymore. Welcome to Canada, ladies and gentlemen, uh, where we talk about weather. So I have a uh, (laughs) supervisor. So true. No. Well, this is it. I have a supervisor who who married a South African woman. And she said. Is that relevant to the story? Yes. She said that one of her most notable things about Canadians is they never stop talking about the weather. It's always <laughs> because it's so dynamic. Well, and this is the thing when you really think about it, we can go from plus 40 to minus 40 within four months of yeah. each other. That's crazy. We can also go from like plus 15. Also, these are Celsius for those of you. Yes. Mm-hmm. We can go from plus 15 to like fucking minus 30 in a day. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> and that does happen. So, uh, weather is everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it is uh, like a minus 30 day, like it was today with a snowbank up to your waist. Was it minus 30 today? Yeah. With the wind chill, it got to minus 30 and it was minus 16, 17 yeah. uh, all day. Was that, oh, was that a good sound effect or what? That was a good sound effect. Yeah. What the fuck was it? I don't it's, know. It was the, uh, was it that? It was, it was yours. I think. I don't know. It sounded like wind. Yeah. I heard wind. I thought it was outside. Could have been. Anyway, uh, uh, how about that for a sound effect? Yeah, <laughs> that sounds like weather. Um, <laughs> Hot and balmy. Uh, before you before you go on, have you noticed? So Are you interrupting me. I am, but I'm but I'm trying to make it structured. Okay, I, I'm I'm purposely I'm, interrupting you so that we can go back to the topic. We could put tape on these. We could put tape on this. Have you that ever? Was not structured. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever wonder what other people in other countries you talk about to break the ice? Like. Every single person in Canada, if you don't know the person, they'll be like, oh, fucking weather out there, eh? Yeah. And then that's how you start a conversation. That's yeah. it. How do other people in the world start conversations? I don't what know. What do they talk about? Yeah. Well, what fuck, did, the weather's the same, eh? What did they do during the rain that day? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The 30-minute downpour. That's it. <laughs> I, you know what happens is you get caught in longer conversations, which would just be wretched. Because when it is cold out, we mm. don't have time to talk. So you go, ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> And that's the conversation. Very that's true, yeah. 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 So um, anyway, I, a lot of Canadians get the stigma behind them that we are very nice and peaceful. And yet I believe that the weather does bring out the worst of us because I've brought in a, a news article tonight that kind of explains how, how we can actually be not very nice as a culture in Canada. All right. Yeah. Uh, in Guelph, Ontario, this a 61-year-old woman... And 71-year-old woman got in an altercation because the 61-year-old woman did not enjoy how the 71-year-old woman, we're going to call her, let's give them names. Let's say it's Debbie and And Madge. Madge. So Madge is the Mm 71-year-old. And Debbie did not appreciate how Madge was cleaning off her car. 
So Wait, she was cleaning off her own car or cleaning her, off her friend's car? No. So they live in an apartment building together. They might have had choice words for each other before this. We don't Sounds know. Sounds like it. Yeah. Mm. And their cars were parked beside each other. Mm-hmm. And as Madge was cleaning off her car, Debbie kind of said, I don't like how you're cleaning off your car. You're throwing all the snow into this particular place. I don't want you to. And so Madge <laughs> kept doing it <laughs> just to be Madge. You know, Madge, right? Yeah. Yeah. And Debbie proceeded to grab a shovel full of snow and throw it <laughs> at Madge. And then started hitting her with the shovel. Oh no. <laughs> and then they got in a fight with each other oh. and started hitting each other. And now Debbie has been charged with assault. <laughs> Gee, I wonder Sounds why. Sounds like it. Yeah. I'm like, that's such a Canadian story. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Don't put your snow there. But if you've ever, if you've ever had to shovel a driveway and just like actually sat back and looked at your driveway and went, look at this. And then the snowplow went by and yeah. dumped all the snow back into your driveway. It happens all the time. Yeah. Like there's well, no kind of fury as the fury of, watching the snow plower go by you want a life hack for that so you know okay so always to the left of your drive yeah you you, you go down the street a little bit and you you start shoveling in front of the curb so that way when the plow comes by with its stuff it gets caught uh, it, it has an you empty space to, to go neighbor. to <laughs> you have an empty space to go to in the curb before it gets to your driveway so that, that makes sense yeah so you give it to your neighbor because you know how the plow always brings like you know it can be like nice and fluffy the plow will go by and it puts like fucking 70 pounds snow in front of your driveway that stuff that's in the front is always heavier than the rest because it's condensed mm-hmm. so yeah just shovel a shitload out beforehand so that it gets spread out so that when it goes in front of your driveway you don't get any that makes a lot of sense life hack and I know it ends up it, like it's, it's it's a lot of work, it's one or the other. But I mean, usually when when you're first if you get out there and it's first snowed, it's usually not that a lot bad. Lighter. Yeah, it's a lot unless, lighter. So it's easier to shovel it's that a wet snow. I have to admit hand. what I do is simply not shovel and drive over top of the snow. <laughs> so I, so so I'm creating the ice slick. I haven't yeah, had that problem yeah. here yet, yeah. but uh, <laughs> I did that at, the, at our last place at the apartment mm-hmm. and the snow would get so high there that uh we actually couldn't make it over anymore right and it got to the point where it was so bad that i needed to finally shovel it because we couldn't get over top of it but because we had been driving over it so many times it was fucking solid ice yeah you need an ice pick to yeah exactly so it it was the word i don't i don't recommend doing that if we have a really bad winter (laughs) this one's been pretty mild so whatever but uh so I was going to say, um, how many do you think that like uh, the, the number of assaults and or murders goes up in the wintertime in Canada? Because I, it's absolutely you do right? really because it's, right it's cold as shit. Yeah, we don't see the sun for like a fucking like six months. See, I would argue the opposite only because it's cold as shit. And why would you ever want to go outside to murder someone when <sighs> you could just be inside and be warm? Oh, my God. They won't find the body till the spring. Are you, are you guys True. ready? Are you yeah. guys ready? Hold, hold my hand. Hold my hand. Hold my hand. Oh, are you ready for this? Uh, yeah. The first time ever, for the first time ever in this podcast, I read something related to what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're not on topic. <laughs> so I was reading the news today and there was a couple of places in the States that <laughs> the couple of the police departments, it was one of them was like, I don't know, Kentucky or something like that. But they tweeted out. They were like, crime is canceled for today because it's too cold. <laughs> so they're like, criminals, please. It's really cold outside. So just just go and stay inside or like go to a friend's house or something. But there's just no crime for 
for today, okay? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's that's the whole thing. When it, it when it's really cold and crappy out, you know you can speed a little more because the cops aren't going to get out of their car for you. It's true. Yeah. Oh, oh shit. So yesterday, getting getting to work on yeah. the four hundred one, a fucking like a tanker flipped a hundred percent over, Ooh. sideways over the four hundred one and closed four of the lanes. Jeez. So that's how much it flipped over. It flipped over on its lane, all three lanes, and then another one on on the other side of the highway. Wow. Um, yeah, and it so like when I tried to get to work, uh, the four like it just like you went to work today. No, it was yesterday. Mm. It was yesterday that happened. Um, but yeah, so I got and I saw this, all the red lights and I was like, I'm getting off the highway now. Yeah, it still took me a half an hour to go less than a kilometer. It took me 45 minutes to go from Bloor to Eglinton today on Bathurst. Well, that's just like regular traffic, though. No, 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 oh, no, no. That's no. like a two minute drive. So, yeah, oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I've had that as well, where we I was working downtown. I was right at uh, Bluer and uh, Avenue University, whichever one. Yeah, uh, we were right there and we were working and watching the snow come down all day. And it was just nonstop, nonstop. And finally, we finished up at seven o'clock at night and it took us uh an hour and 45 minutes just to get to the DVP off I, of Blitter. I don't doubt it at yeah, all. It was just incredibly off. I drive that. I'm would take amazed that I got 10. back today uh, when I did, yeah. I mm. needed to get back to pick up the kids after school. And I just like made it in the nick of time. Wow. Huh? That's insane. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, yeah. So for those of you who don't live in Canada and don't experience winter like we do, winters is fucking bonkers as shit up here. It yeah. is. And, and causes old ladies to assault us. Bonkers. And you know how we get away from it? How? We listen to music. It's true. Now, there's a lot of ways we can listen to music. I listen to music and smoke darts. And you know, you, another yeah. thing? I smoke darts and break hearts. Yeah. <laughs> Hot cocoa. Hot cocoa. Hot, hot cocoa. Hot it cocoa. calms down anybody. It's unless good. they're maybe diabetic or allergic to chocolate. And then maybe not. But true, true, true. Well, I mean, it calms them down permanently. Cool. <laughs> yep. Wow. Sorry, you were saying? The internal sleep. The internal sleep. Oh, the no, eternal sleep. Eternal. I thought you said internal sleep. Well, I mean, that's kind of going on all the time for me. <laughs> I'm just sleeping inside. Dead inside. Hi, right, Rob. So, <laughs> but doesn't John Lennon have a song about that? It's likely. Um, when you, which is actually what I wanted to talk about is recorded music. Yeah. And Rob Way. I wonder how you got that segue. Well, I'm not. It's a Rob Way. Sure. Rob Way. <laughs> um, yeah. So, if for the last hundred years, music has been available for purchase. Right. Because it's been. Um, captured in some kind of physical form that people can go out and buy and support the artist. But in most cases, support the producers. Of the, yeah. The record company and, and uh, the various other people who are part of that team. Um, but something ha ha that has changed radically in the last 15 years. Yes. So certainly. music is no longer um, a form of commerce. There's no, there's no money to be made really from from uh, selling music. So with your personal experience of being in bands, mm -hmm. uh, do you look to sell your music ever in any form of like digital copies? In or? terms of a, a collectible uh, physical product, yes, because yeah. I think there are people who are still into vinyl. Absolutely. And, and now there's people who are into cassettes too. I've never not been into cassettes. I yeah. think they're cool. Um, downloads. I don't really expect anything. And when I make a little bit off of that, I feel pretty happy about it. That's good. Um, but 
my overarching opinion of the situation is that the way that music has been a commodi- commodified, yeah, commodified for the last century is only has only happened in the last century, right? So, in terms of music over the course of history, it's always been performed live, oh, and so this is the way that musicians that. made their living, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So True. now we're going back to that and recorded music is more like uh, promotional material. Right. But I, I never think the art form of making records is going to go away because I think it's just too cool. And people are into like escaping for 35 to 45 minutes yeah. with an artist or band or whatever. Right. You, that's interesting yeah. that you bring that up. Sorry. Um, no. The, um, I, I've never thought of that before. Like I've never thought about it to that depth. Like I've thought about like the process of music and all that crap um, a lot, but um, I've never thought about the fact that like, it'd be really interesting for somebody like, like you two or something like that to just be like, we're not making any more albums. Right. All of our albums are done. If you want to hear our new music, you have to come to our concert. Oh, that's interesting too. Right. Yeah. Cause that'd be an, that'd be an excellent way for them to make a shitload of money. That's right? pretty cool. Well, it'd probably be better than putting a whole album on iTunes when nobody asks for it. <laughs> <laughs> Just forcing it onto your own their Apple music. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I wonder if that would be effective. Like nobody's done that yet. So I wonder if they're afraid that well, if they don't release the album, nobody will go see them in concert. Problem being, um, familiar, familiarity, uh, breeds likability with mm. entertainment. That's uh, true. especially music. Yeah. So people oh, like to hear things a few times so that they can really digest it. Um, and now that said, and- if you two were touring a record, the, an unrecorded album of all new material, it, it would be all over YouTube the following day. Yeah, <laughs> that's so, true. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, that would be how it, people maybe it could it. work. Um, that's, that's an interesting true. idea though. It's interesting. Well, so like uh, on a slightly unrelated, but um so uh game of thrones Mm -hmm. is the most pirated tv show ever but Mm. the reason it is is because hbo airs it in the in the west three days before they do it in the east right so anybody who's in europe or anything like that they have to to wait three days so they're like fuck it i'm i'm just gonna pirate it and watch it when everyone else is yeah right and they to this day they still haven't learned that they still stagger the release for whatever reason well look at how long the record uh, like the major label industry took to clue into the fact that this, they're not going to make the money the way they thought they were going to make it forever. Yeah. Well, but I mean, so yeah, so sorry, but so continue what I was going to say is that, um, accessibility, accessibility is, is one thing, right? So I don't know if never releasing an album would be an effective way because people would find a way to get access to it. Mm-hmm. Right. If, if nothing else, people find a way, uh, if they want something bad enough, but then, the uh what you were saying to to that sorry what did what did you just say uh i lost my train of thought because i was trying to go back uh, well i <laughs> i'm not sure um uh listeners can you uh please rewind the podcast and listen to it and let us know what we were just talking about i had a brain fart a major brain fart there i was on a roll and then uh yeah, yeah sorry i cut was, you off no 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 uh, oh i said uh look at how long it's taken the mainstream or major oh those yeah to make money to, off to it. realize that they are not going to make money the way they thought they were going to make money forever so we're going to thank the the uh listeners for letting you know that yeah, yeah. they they, they actually use their time travel to to go back so so the interesting thing about that is that i think um and you're seeing this in a in a lot of uh, a lot of industries is that the big overarching gigantic corporations 
can't sustain themselves anymore right because they've gotten so big and so because inevitably when you get an organization that big there's disorganization within it because nobody can be that cohesive when you start having like fucking 40,000 employees or whatever right right um and but, shareholders and, and exactly yeah. and you start doing all that and so what's going what's happening is it's going back to its roots mm-hmm. where uh like protest the hero a band out of toronto they kick-started their not their last album the one before it and they raised 300 like they had a goal of a hundred thousand dollars to record their album basically they're saying you fund our album we'll record it and put it out um they they had a goal of a hundred thousand dollars and they reached three hundred thousand dollars within like a week um and so what I, I think what maybe is happening is that people are cluing into the fact that record companies are corrupt as shit. They take most of the money away from the people they actually want to give their money to. Yeah. And they're like, well, fuck this. Like, fuck this system. Let's just go back to the other. Let's just give the money straight to the to them. Yeah. Right. So I think I'm, I'm wondering, like I'm seeing there's a, there's a lot of bands that are doing this now. Right. Or right. like a lot of people on YouTube, they write they create their music on YouTube and then um they say like, Hey, go on Patreon. If you like my music, just give me money yeah. and I'll keep making music. Right. It's the way that art is kind of going. It's trying to sustain itself. Um, but like, do, like, I don't know. Like, what do you guys think about that though? Like, do you think that that's, I think that's great. The proper way to go about it. Like, well, that's kind of what we're talking about doing with this. Right. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, so it, it, well, it's so impossible to say for me, I like there, there are the corporate fat cats that are always going to reap the benefits of certain artists, but you see that happen regardless. Now the, the hard earning artists that you barely ever hear on radio, ever hear on any kind of, I don't know, streaming service because they're not just getting that recognition. I I don't know if Patreon is going to help them get that big i don't know how big they want to get i don't know what the end goal is for most artists in general i is it is it i try not to be goal oriented yeah is i it try t- to just worry about uh making music that i really right. enjoy making right and that's the whole thing and and i've i've heard a i wish i could remember his name i was just listening to a interview with him on q he's a fantastic artist however barely anybody knows about him and he was just saying that he could not believe he sold out on all his CDs at his at his concert CDs wow CDs and he couldn't believe it he was like what like i i i just put them out there thinking but i always work my own merch table and he said people loved it and people wanted to pay for it and he's and he had just broken away from his record label so he just was doing it who all. who are we talking about i cannot remember his name i'll look it up and okay. at the break and let you know who that is but yeah uh, and he was he's uh, he's not a really well known uh singer songwriter but he is uh, well known enough to be touring around america and canada and he was saying like his opinion on the industry right now is that you just got to do it yourself and if you, you can't have, it's the same kind of thing. You can't have that goal of being the next huge artist. You have to just enjoy making music and listening to people. Well, yeah, it's listen. all about connecting. Yeah. Well, it's about making music for the sake of music, making music. Right. That's I think, I think part of it, like to some extent, the large corporations have still got that chokehold on uh mass production and mass distribution. Um, 
to the point where like you're you're never going to be like a Taylor Swift or whatever, right? Like, um, that, and that that's with, corporate without them, yeah, yeah. Corporate is making you that, but they're also the machine too, right? Like they're they're making music, they're specifically tailor tailoring music to sound samey and catchy, and like all of their like all of their songs are completely manufactured to just be mass hits, right? Yeah, and yeah, people sure. are used to that sound now. And if that's all you listen to, when you listen to something that's truly art, you might not jive with it because you're not used to it. But that's kind of cool, actually, because then the people that are hungry for things that are real are really looking for that. Yeah. And gravitating to that when they see it. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's kind of the thing. That's like capitalism at its finest right like yeah the you weed out the weak and the the strong bubble up to the top right eventually to a point like those kind of people will see moderate success in their business if, in their music if they're what they're making is is good and pure and yep. and talent right like yeah. um and the people who aren't won't but i mean that's just kind of the way it is always what's the way it's supposed to be mm-hmm. until they were like well you're attractive so we'll just get somebody else to write your songs and uh you can sing it for us i like looking at attractive people <laughs> uh, i think everybody does a little uh matt anderson yeah he's a blues singer. oh yeah he's a friend of my friend ross oh is he yeah yeah so um he, he was just talking about how many albums he's been selling at his actual concerts and so oh, i could you know i could see that because it's like um the blues, the, the blues yeah. that's a whole different industry it really is yeah yeah it, and people that i don't know very much about people go to the blues yes you they know? have they have house concerts that's they it. have they, they like support the artists very sure, much so and it's you know, it's because it's an older crowd. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's an older, old school way of thinking yeah. of music. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I know that I'm going to continue to give the artists. I like a, like five cents every time I listen to their album on well, iTunes. Well, and this is the thing. Like I use Spotify like crazy as of right now. I'm I not, too. I'm not paying for it. So I listen for free and deal with the ads, but mm-hmm. I, I don't know how I feel about that. Well, I can tell you uh, that for, um, okay, I have some friends who got a million streams on Spotify and yeah. I did the math and I $10,000. No, it was more. Was it? It was, it was, um, oh, I forget how it breaks down. Keep, so, t- keep talking. I'm going to get the rate. Okay. Do so the, they I'll do, do the actually math. pay you for getting listens. Oh yeah, they do. Yeah, it's a fraction of a through, cent. Yeah. It's, right. it's not much yeah. through the advertisement. Dude, Cause I remember a couple weeks ago I brought up that band. So what they did was they released an album purely of pure silence on Spotify. Okay. And they were like, they got all their fans. They were like, just leave it on repeat. They just go on to Spotify and leave it on repeat so that we can fund our next tour. And they, they raised like $50,000 before <laughs> Spotify <laughs> caught them and shut them down. <laughs> there is actually a, streaming royalty calculator online that you can enter your choice of streaming service on and everything on the internet is a hundred percent true i've learned well let's let's (laughs) see what it says it's probably a good place to start though yeah it was four thousand dollars Oh, okay. for a million streams for a million streams. Yeah. Th- so that's, it's pretty similar to YouTube's ad revenue split. Right. Uh, <laughs> which is why so many people are going this way, right? They're like, well, you know, you won't sell my product, so I'm going to sell my product. So like, you know, just let the fans support them directly. Yeah. Although I've noticed YouTube has a, uh, like a, a tip function almost now where you can give money directly to the creator. Um, probably YouTube takes a cut of it or whatever, but, um, but yeah, no, no, no. Like that's the way that I've been going to with, especially with TV shows. So like, I don't have a cable subscription. I have like whatever bells, fucking shitty ass streaming. Th- it, it's, cr- it's 
crave light, if you will, because okay. I have their internet package right. and they threw the TV in for free. Okay. So I can go to the channels and I can go to crave, but it's not like, it's not on demand. Like I went to go, like somebody was like, Oh, Star Trek discovery is on crave. And I was like, Oh fuck, I haven't watched that yet. I'm going to go watch it. And it's I tried very good. I've heard that. Um, yeah. that's why I wanted to go watch it, yeah. but I can't watch it on demand on my package. Uh, it, I have to watch it during scheduled times. I was like, fuck that. I subscribe to crave, but I've got to use my Apple uh, TV to watch it. Cause it's mm-hmm. the only thing that I can get the app uh, yes. on. And I hate using my, like I never even go to the input that it's into because I hate using it. Yeah. It's not super intuitive. No, but, it's not great. Um, but what I've started doing instead. So Brooklyn nine, nine and the Orville, mm-hmm. um, I, I was like, you know what? To Fox, both Fox things, uh, Fox is really good at creating really great shows and then canceling it when it's really, really good. Um, so I've started, I, I mean, and Brooklyn and ends at NBC now, but what I've started doing is just supporting it directly. I'm like, all right, you know what? I want these shows. So I just buy the, the, the episodes as they come out on iTunes and give the money straight to that. Well, yeah. And then you've got them. And then, yeah, and then I've got it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so now I can just watch them whenever the fuck I feel like, which is and without pirating it. Right. I'm like legally giving them the money that yes. I think and supporting what I want to see. Yes. So. I think that's the way to go. Support what you want in in the world, and it will thrive. Agreed. And on that beautiful note, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a short break and listen to one of our sponsors that are is not paying us nearly enough. So don't buy their product. To have their <laughs> advertisement on it. We will be right back. Oh, hey there, bud. Hey, how are you? Oh, oh hey, fellers. I, I didn't see you there. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm, where's your snowshoes there, bud? I noticed that you're having a hard time getting through the snow. Well, you know, I just, uh, I put on my Sorelli's and, uh, they're just not making it for me. Oh, Sorelli's, they're, you know, they're, they're a joke. I know. Well, my, my old lady over there was just telling me just to get out there and taking a boot out on, on, on the river, and but... It, but it's frozen. You know what you need? You, know, you need to get yourself a good old pair of the Beaver Tail 5000 snowshoes. The Beaver Tails? Yeah, they're because be- they look they're like huge. Beaver Tails. They're massive snowshoes. They're guaranteed to get you up uh, the, the, the snowy peaks on the the, uh, the west. But, now. but hey, bud, but what am I going to do with my coffee? Well, don't, we got you covered on that one, eh? We got uh, heated cup holders in there. You the, got the- heated cup holders on a snow shoe that's ridiculous yeah and we're environmental about here too eh like we're up in canada we got lots of trees we want to we care about the environment so we 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 only use solar powered heated cup holders for for oh, our cup holders fantastic well, isn't that great you know like now I, I i've heard that trees are renewable so did you make it out of a renewable tree source to make this Oh, of course. We only use the most renewable resources for our resources. Right? Like <laughs> our, our, our company is 100% green. We, we only use the leaves from the trees to make our snowshoes. Are you leaving them carbon footprints? Uh, the, the carbon footprints, the, it's a really small, it's like a baby's carbon footprint. Oh. I, I think you're leaving beaver tail footprints if you're asking me. Oh, it's not real beaver tails. Wait, like, wait, the, who's going to light my butt? Who's going to light my dart? Your dart? Your, your, your fag? Yeah. Your, yeah. We got you covered on that one too because well, I don't the, know the, about that that sounds a little inappropriate the, the baby here. has something to say the beaver tail the beaver tail 6000 comes with a lighter attached to the back as well now, so didn't you just say it was the 3000 yeah but this is the 6000 it comes with the lighter attachment so are you talking you, are you telling me that you can upgrade your snowshoe while you're out on the snow 
anytime you want. Oh no no no! You have to buy a separate pair. Oh, eh? No do, no dude about it. Like like this just you just gotta get you get you, you, there's a pair for each every <laughs> circumstance. <laughs> buy it today, eh? <laughs> Only fourteen ninety nine. I'd buy that. <laughs> it broke down there a little bit, <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where to go. Oh, don't you know I can't get rid of this accent? Where do we do? Where do we go from there? Well, you see, talking about getting up, I could not remember the name of the Rocky Mountains. <laughs> I was like the the, the mountains uh, out west. Oh, I got lost on a freaking lake. Apparently, <laughs> I was like, where am I going right now? Am I on a Sorelli Lake? <laughs> Uh, so good. Uh, so buy those, uh, buy those uh, snowshoes and help support the uh, the podcast, everybody. Uh, <laughs> nice, Nate. I did that off off uh, mic there. Off no, access. you did not. <laughs> no, I did. I did. It just it was it was so fierce that it picked up anyway. One of these days, I will stop burping, but it is not this day. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, as I was saying in the pre-show, <laughs> you got to Instagram that because now they okay. know why I was laughing. Will do. Um, the, uh, <laughs> so I was saying on the pre-show, which everyone's going to hear this time anyway, but anyway, I'm going to recap. Um, sometimes when I'm driving, especially uh, when I'm driving the same highway that I do every week because I go to work in the same place and so I get a little bit of highway hypnosis, I trail off into thought. And this particular trail off into thought, I started thinking about life in general and uh, the meaning of life and the secret to happiness. Wonderful. And I think I've cracked it, ladies and gentlemen. So anybody listen to this podcast, you're welcome. I'm waiting with bated breath. Okay. So it's something it's it's, okay. So that's a little, I'm overselling it a little bit. Um, So what I'd noticed was that uh, especially in today's society, we've been trained to think that we have to do certain things that things have to be a certain way. So a lot of people live their lives based on other people's expectations. Absolutely. Um, And based on, or live their lives to try to get other people's praise or attention or whatever. Right. And then I've noticed because of that as well, we end up doing the easy route, which ends up being worse off for us. People make their lives harder because they don't want to take the quote unquote hard route. And what I was thinking about that specifically is for me is that what happens to me a lot of the time is that I get really amped up when I'm creative. Like when I get to just free flow creativity, that's when I'm happiest. Same. Um, And I put my I'm constantly putting myself in situations where I can't do that. Um, And it's because. I, the situations and situations that I'm putting myself in, I'm either doing because I think I should, because I think that other people think that I should, other people think that I should, or because I think it'll be easier than just being creative. Like I somehow in my brain, I've construed that like, you know, doing the things I want to do is going to be difficult. Therefore I shouldn't do it. However, usually more often than not, and it's taken me a long time to realize this, that just bucking up and doing the difficult thing now will be more rewarding in the long run. Um, 
uh, a perfect example of that is like um, I've wanted to make a video game for a really long time. About two years ago, I actually just buckled down and I spent like two months just making small video games so I could learn how to make them. Yeah. And then I something happened and I stopped and I have not got back into it since. And I've been really wanting to get back into it. And I've realized the only reason I've stopped is because I hit a hit of like a, a wall kind of of knowledge where like I was making them and everything was good. And then I got to something I was confused about and that I didn't quite understand. And I wasn't able to push myself through that to learn what I didn't know in order to continue going on. Right. Um, because not knowing something is scary and, and difficult and it's, it's hard to get through that. So, um, yeah. So like, I wanted to get your guys opinion on whether or not you think a people that, so two things, one, do you think taking the quote unquote hard way is the most rewarding? And two, do you think that most people are inclined to not do that? Uh, two, yes. Uh, one, I don't know if I would characterize being, uh, creative and making that your focus, uh, necessarily as the hard way, but I understand what you're, what you're saying. Mm -hmm. I kind of look at that as the right way. Okay. And whether it's hard or not, anything that's worth doing is going to be difficult at some point. Yeah. I'd still rather do it. And I'd much rather do something and regret doing it than regret not doing something, even though I try not to invest in regret, period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. That's a solid point. <clears throat> I would say for myself, um, I'm going to I'm going to change it up a bit, um, only not using the creative portion mm-hmm. of it, but making life decisions. Yeah. Well, I was, I, I use creativity as an example. Yeah, I think that absolutely. you can apply that to pretty much anything in life. So, right. so going through something right now, uh, I have some very difficult de- decisions. I'm not going to go too into de- too much detail, but making some hard decisions about where I want my life to go, um, and how I want it to be lived and to be happy. It will be very difficult, but the gamble or or the decisions inevitably they're going to be the right decisions because they're going to be the ones that are yeah they're difficult but they're they're in my heart they're right yeah and it's what you have to do now i could very easily and i have probably for the past 5 years made the decision not to take that difficult road and that will that has just kind of led me to the here where I'm still going, well, what should I do? I'm right. still not making that decision. So making that decision. And it's funny because I just had a conversation with someone about this. And it's how the pressures you put on yourself that you think are other people are really just you mm-hmm. and what you're putting on yourself. But you're thinking that that's what they need or that's what they want. And you're trying to make that happen. But in, inevitably... If, if the other people around you don't like you or aren't happy with you because of the decision you made, that's up to them. You can't control how they feel. It's true. You know? So it doesn't matter how they feel in the end. It matters how you feel. And if you're not happy where you are, or if you're not happy with the decisions you're making, if you're not happy being creative, if you're not happy doing whatever, 
then do something about it. Even if it's difficult, you like it will always be rewarding. Like you're saying, Rob, it'll always be rewarding. Was it, um, is it Kansas's raise a little hell that has the line? If your life is all screwed up, rearrange it. Yeah. 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 It's perfect. That's it. Um, See no Kansas. Kansas. Is it Kansas or is Carry it Kansas? I thought it was um, the the Canadian band. What's the guy's Trooper? Name? Trooper. Oh, it could be Trooper. It is Trooper. Raise a little hell. Trooper. Yes, yeah. you're right. You're yeah. right. I saw him offshoot. Sorry, I saw him live at the Vibe. Yeah, and he was so wasted that he would smack his forehead like twelve times in the song, and it'd just be like. <laughs> like that and it just did not add to the song at all because he couldn't remember words no he just, would that was just his action that he decided to go with. oh wow yeah it was very That's strange interesting yeah that wasn't a great concert no i've never seen them no i've, I've been to uh oh this is also going on a tangent but when i was a kid i'd go to my friend's cottage in muskoka and there's a, a town called bala and the key to bala is the bar that bands would play and it was right. a large one and uh, I went to, uh, it was one of the only large rooms in, this, in the town. So they also would have mass there on Sunday. <laughs> and I went to a mass on Sunday morning after a trooper show the night before. And no. they hadn't cleaned up. Oh, no. Because <laughs> <laughs> they and raised just, a little help. Yeah, it was covered in like, you know, beer glasses and cigarette butts. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. But to, re- to revert back, Nate, yes, I completely agree. That's where happiness is, is through hard work and dedication and you know what to your path just do it you know like i i quit an acting career because of the pressures around me and that was such a stupid mistake however i'm happy where i'm at and i'm happy with what i've learned i i certainly wouldn't have um been as invested within the craft of acting as i am now Hmm. as back then like i think about it i'm like nah, you were still a stupid kid that didn't understand how the world works and all that now it would have been interesting to see how i would have learned how the world works during that process but i like i gave up i gave up on it because i just i never too late no it's not but it it, my passion changed which is interesting Hmm. and i found a new direction within directing and producing and writing and writing mm-hmm. that I've, I realized that that's what I wanted the whole time. Oh, I see. And didn't realize that at the time. And, and that's probably why I had so much doubt within it all, because I had, I had parental pressure. I had just uh, friendship pressure. I had just money pressure. Sure. Everything was uh, pitted against you and, and is when you decide to go through a creative creative outlet to to make money or Mm -hmm. to create a life from it's not easy but regardless i i realized that my direction was different and and i got to find that out after leaving it so yeah so i saw i read an interesting thing it was actually a comic um once and uh it was two people like laying down staring up at the stars and the one guy said, uh, like, I wish I was a millionaire and, uh, or like, I want to, it would be nice if I was a millionaire. I, I want to be a millionaire. And then the other person was like, no, you don't. And they're like, what are you talking about? Of course I want to be a millionaire. They're like, no, you want the end goal of being a millionaire, but you don't want to do the things in between. That's Everything it. you've done in your life are, is filled with things that you wanted to do. 
because you can't nobody's unless you're being held at gunpoint force forcibly doing things that you don't want to do everything you've done up to this point in your life is what you wanted to do absolutely whether or not you you want to think that or not you made those decisions to do that you, there's always another choice to do something different and 90 percent of the time we fool ourselves into thinking that we're doing stuff we don't want to but really we do yeah you know like when you make the decision of do i want to work on my passion or do i want to sit and vegetate on the couch and watch tv that's a decision that you made and like it or not you wanted to sit on the couch and vegetate in front of the tv more than you wanted to work on your passion Absolutely. it's something i struggle with all the time because i'm like well i could do stuff but you know i'm i'm you know, maybe i'll just sit here so um it's it's really I think it's always a sliding scale with me with vegetating and being uh energetic and and working on my passions me too um but <clears throat> lately it's been 90% working on my passions and 10% vegetation, which I think is a pretty good, balance, good yeah. ratio. Yeah. Um, I, f I find that my, my problem is that my scale, my scale is more like, like not really a scale or like a, like a sliding thing. It's more of like a, like a wrecking ball that's swinging <laughs> and it takes a really long time once it's swung to the one side to come back to the other side. I, I and because that. it's so heavy, it's really hard to push it and get it going again. Agreed. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's it's a weird thing to think about. The other thing is um, that like uh, perspective changes a lot of things, right? Like I look back at my decisions that I made as a younger person and I was like, ah, oh, why the fuck did I make those decisions? And I was like, well, because I did the best I could with the knowledge that I had. Yep, at and no time. point getting hung up on the past. Yeah, like we all we all do things that are we don't we wish we hadn't or whatever, but we don't have the advantage of having knowledge of the future. Right. You you do the best you can with the knowledge that you have at this very point. Yep. Which is yeah. why it's very important to focus on the present. Absolutely. And to meditate and f keep yourself mindful and make sure that your perspective is the correct perspective. I, I really enjoy the present. And I find that I'm capable of being very present. I well, I've I enjoy I too enjoy Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I just you know what it is is uh, people watching gets me so present, and I've it's always true. people watched, and I always enjoy watching other people's lives unfold in front of you, and just trying to sort out what their emotions are, what what's going on, and why. I it's empathy, right? Like I, it's connection to empathy. My favorite thing to do of all time is to watch bad dates. <laughs> oh it could be painful though oh it's so good though it's like when you watch and you see the two people and you're like yeah you're on a first or second date and like you see like the one person is so visibly not enjoying it like any portion of it whatsoever and you're just like oh i feel so bad for you yeah <laughs> because the other person just doesn't know or like they're pretending to not know or like two in their own head to realize what's going on yeah it's like oh my god like just oh that as a server you must have seen that oh my goodness i saw that all the time <laughs> yeah and honestly well so here's a, a good example uh there was a he was probably 16 17 he was underage and he was on a first date and he they both sat up at the bar and he 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 sat there and he i think he wanted to impress his date and he goes uh hey can i get a a, a drought of beer <laughs> and I panicked because I was like, <laughs> okay, either I destroy this kid right now uh -huh. 
or I, like like everything in me was like oh, he's like he's trying to impress her so much and i'm yeah. like uh sorry man do you got your id on you and he's like oh no i don't have it i'm like unfortunately i have to ask pretty much everybody if they have their id so i can't give you i can't give you a draft to be here but blah 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 and i was like trying to sneak that's in the draft. nicest way <laughs> yeah. and i was yeah. just like i'm not gonna totally ridicule this guy yeah because i know everybody else at, who worked behind that bar would have totally destroyed him oh, so man, nice try asshole <laughs> yeah, it's like a drought of beer. Oh, you poor kid. I tried to get a pitcher of beer at a bowling alley when I was 16 or 17. It's a good place to try to get it. Well, I had a fake ID. Yeah. I got it from a head shop and it said Canada on it. (laughs) (laughs) And they looked at it and they went, where did you get this? (laughs) And I forget what I said, but I was just like, uh, you know, around. (laughs) Yeah, and they're like, I don't. I'm sorry, I can't give you a picture of beer. <laughs> Be, uh, best response I've ever gotten from a kid. Uh, there was uh, probably a group of of uh, five or six guys, and the one guy kept like trying to hide in the group. And I just like you. You pick up when you work the door. You pick up on certain cues of when people have right. IDs, and so he's like trying to like deke in, and he just gives <laughs> he gives me the ID. And all the other kids were 19 and they were real IDs. And you could tell that they were all just university students. And I looked at his ID and it was Alberta. So that's your first tip off. It's like, well, why are you Albertan when all your friends were from Ontario? Like this doesn't say something. So I looked at it and I'm like, hey man, when's your birthday? And he just looks up at me and goes, I don't know. I haven't memorized it yet. (laughs) (laughs) I burst out laughing. I was like, all your friends are 19, eh? And he goes, yeah. And I'm going, I was like, all right, listen, if, if you cause any issue, you're out. If I walk up to you and say you're out, you're out. That's it. And he goes, really? And I'm like, yeah, man, I'll, I'll let it slide, but just be cool. Oh, you're so, so awesome. I, I let him in because he was with his buddies and I yeah. like, you could tell that he was almost of age. He, sure. Yeah. I, I like almost didn't ask the guys, but I'm drinking really age wondering. in Ontario is ridiculous. Anyway, it should just be 16. Like, yeah. well, <laughs> well, no, but I mean, for sure, for real though, I mean, yeah. like there's, there's a lot of studies and I mean, like the perfect example is to just look at the alcohol laws in Italy, for example, where alcohol, it can go to any person of any age, as long as the adult says it can, and you can drink in the streets and look how much alcoholism they have. Not well, very it's much. Only the tourists that take advantage yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But they have hundreds of years of, of it being that way. Respect. And, with yeah, alcohol. Yeah, yeah. Like, like to introduce that all of a sudden here in Canada, I think would cause problems, but they could, yeah. they could bring it down. They could do it. Over yeah, time, yeah. Yeah. Right. 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 But I mean, nobody's ever going to do that, but yeah, no. the, uh, I mean, well, fascinatingly, it has been at 18 in Ontario and it has been 21 in Ontario. Yep. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah. the, uh, I, I laughed, uh, I was at, I was out one night and these two girls that were very clearly not old enough to go inside of a bar. <laughs> walked up to the bouncer handed their ids and they were like and he was looking at it and he was kind of going around and he was like um you two friends they're like oh yeah 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 real good friends yeah yeah hmm what's her middle name and they were like uh, uh. <laughs> he's like yeah sorry <laughs> see you later see you later i was like oh it's fucking brilliant that's pretty good <laughs> yeah my my another favorite one was um a girl who was a regular in the bar um her ID showed up in a, in the hands of another girl who handed it to me. I'm like, 
Oh, I love her. <laughs> like, how's she doing tonight? And the girl just like white face went, uh, I'm like, I'm going to keep this for her. Cause she'll probably be here later. And she's, she did show up and I was like, Hey, here's your ID. She's like, Oh, my sister must've sold that. <laughs> like, That's awesome. That's hilarious. Yeah. It's funny how people think they can get away with looking nothing like their ID. <laughs> I know. Although I, I, I will say I went to Costco once and now granted Costco aren't necessarily looking very hard at the picture on the card. I went there before I had my own membership with my friend's membership who was a female and her picture very much looked like a female, but her name was Siobhan spelled like Sean, but with a V in it. Um, and so I went through, she handed her the card I paid for the stuff and then the cashier was like, all right, well have a great day, Sean. And I was like, you didn't look at the picture. Did you? It's like either that or you think I had really long hair when I got my ID card. <laughs> I think it's more likely that they just don't care. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. Or they didn't want to say like, that's a weird name. I'm just going to say Sean and hope that they're okay with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's a good time. Well, that has been a riveting conversation, gentlemen. I yeah, hope that you uh, listeners uh, enjoyed hearing the secret of life and uh, about how shitty it is to be a Canadian in winter and about yeah. the corrupt music industry. So, so basically what we're saying is if you want to be a musician, just go through it, get it done, but just not in the wintertime. Uh-huh. Exactly. Uh, just stick with it. Don't, yeah. don't give up. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, as always, this has been the Bad Friends Podcast, episode 45. We very much appreciate you listening and uh, sticking in with us as we go through our transitional period and kind of find our groove. We've been doing it for the past year now, and we're almost at a year. So I think we're, we're just about ready to, to hit it. Um, if you are enjoying the show, of course, you can find us on instagram at the bad friends podcast on reddit at r slash bad friends podcast or you can hit us up uh by email at the bad friends podcast at gmail.com with your questions comments concerns thoughts ideas whatever you want to say if you're enjoying this episode if you're not enjoying it if there's something you don't like if there's something you think we should add just let us know and we'll uh we'll accommodate it or if you just want to say hi on the air we would uh very much appreciate it. it's actually been a while since we've had some some reader mail so we uh, could could use another uh, influx of people uh, writing in. It'd be kind of kind of fun. Just let us know what you think. Whether do you think that we've cracked the secret of life, or do you completely disagree and think that some, there's another perspective that we're not seeing here? I think we know. Um, so speaking of writing music, we're gonna we're gonna leave you with a little tidbit that we did before the pre-show because I turned all the auto, I turned the auto tune on to all of our tracks <laughs> and then we just kind of went with it because we, we could hear it live and yeah and the, the result was kind of fun it's really fun it's a three minute the best three minute song you'll ever listen to in your life but then uh, on top of that what's if you ever want to have a good time uh, give your friends a bunch of auto-tuned mics, let them go for a couple minutes, and then when, when they're done, turn the auto-tune off and then re- mix that out so that they can listen to themselves sound like a bunch of fucking jackasses. <laughs> yeah, because that's what you sound like without auto-tune. Yeah, I turned it off accidentally and I listened to it and I was like, oh no. <laughs> but anyway, thank you very much for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. We hope you'll continue to enjoy the show. And if uh, you're enjoying it, uh, give us a shout out to one of your friends. Just go and shove it in their face. Go and steal their phone and download it onto their podcast and then make it turn on as their alarm so that they have to listen to it oh that'd be great 
make it a ringtone exactly every make time a 45 minute podcast your ringtone <laughs> this one's an hour and six That's actually awesome. it's the longest that we've been in a while oh wow yeah it's pretty good uh as always i am nate axel i'm steve smith i'm robert james hedge and we will leave you with this beautiful piece of music You keep clipping. I keep clipping. (laughs) (laughs) Greetings, listeners. Why do we put on a voice? What's going on? (laughs) (laughs) We're having a podcast. Uh, I think the trick is to try to talk without singing. Okay. It sounds like you're drunk. (laughs) 
Well, I don't know what you're talking about. Sounds like I'm drunk. I think because I of the know delay, what you are talking about. <laughs> I think I think when you start listening to yourself in yeah. a delay, then you, you start sound. slowing down. Yeah, because you're waiting to hear yourself. <laughs> I'm turning off the auto. What does it sound like when you talk fast? It sounds like this. <laughs> it's really hard to do 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 Uno momento. Hot dude's like noob. I just clipped it. Yeah. Clip. 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 Clip.